Hey, everybody! Welcome to the Very Stinky Man Cave, the only podcast hosted by two best friends with nothing in common except their first names. I'm Andy Fabian. Nothing in common except stinky children and their first <laughs> names. And I'm Mandy Kaplan. And every week, we test the boundaries of our friendship by arguing and debating over movies and TV shows and books and recipes and all of Mandy's dumb ideas. <laughs> Grab a couch. Let's get to it. Cut this shit. I have a feeling we are going to disagree about this film. I'm just saying we... Oh, it will be a very interesting conversation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think some, I think it's, I think one of these podcasts, it would be fun for us to disagree about life choices. Wouldn't that be fun? (laughs) You mean that how all mine are right and all yours are wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. that Anytime. (laughs) I feel like we do that every time we're not recording. So we might as well hit record on that. Oh, God. Um, Well, we are not going to spoil the patient. uh, We already agreed. And Mandy and I did, full disclosure. Discuss it at length. Yep. If you would like to discuss it with the Mandys, yep. maybe we could do a bonus episode for the Fandies. Oh. I don't know. Ooh, Reach yeah. out on Discord. Tell us your thoughts mm-hmm. about the patient. We have lots of thoughts. Yep. And that's all we can say because we don't want to spoil it because it's it's very new and it's on Hulu and you just have to watch it, the whole thing. Highly recommend. I will say I um I because I loved it so much and because I'm a bit of a um like I guess I'm just a um what do you call it a unicorn a taste maker you know I mean people Mm. come to Mm -hmm. me for recommendations yes of course (laughs) and in a moment of passion I think it was like right after the I was like oh my god I I tweeted um you know oh my god this is you know we're not allowed on tweet on twitter anymore but okay oh we're not no why are we you and I aren't what did we do uh all people with hearts and souls are <gasps> off Twitter. Oh. Elon Musk, since he took over, now the N-word is rampant on Twitter. And what? it's... Oh, no. It, he's going to let Trump back on. It's bad. It's all Oh, bad. no. Is he really? Stay away from Twitter. It's done. Oh, all right. Okay. Twitter's canceled. Okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah it's totally canceled. Well, that's... It's okay. Because I, I, I thought that Donald Gleason liked my tweet, so... Did he really? Well, I thought it was him. And then I realized it was just like a super fan that had his picture. <laughs> so you're right. Twitter is done. Twitter lied Twitter's to me. Awful. Right. I got very excited, though, about the whole thing. Um, and here I am. Oh, you're you're telling a lovely story about your creative inspiration. And I'm knocking your life choices. I no, apologize not that. That's please. terrible. No, any I, I think I'm going to have to go to a mental hospital. I really am. I I. I hate social media so much, but ever Just, since the movie, I've been having to like try to, to go in it. there and right. I, I can't stand it. I hate it. It's bad for my brain. I want to die. I don't. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Don't forget your microphone when you <laughs> go into a mental hospital, please. <laughs> I that beg would be you. pretty good. That would be live you know. <laughs> from from the 5150. So um, I, it just occurred to me, you and I had a, a staff meeting. <laughs> about the end of season three coming up. And yes, yes. So the last uh, record we'll do will be Monday the 14th. Yeah, you got to ease people but into that'll this. Get, yeah, yeah. That'll um, drop on the 21st. 21st, yep. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be done for the holidays. Yeah, guys. So th- th- your mandness, your your mandivity is going to be lasting just until November 21st. And then you're going to wish us well and a lot of fatness and foodness. And then mm-hmm. we'll be back in the new year making resolutions. Psst, fandies. 
don't worry. <laughs> We're going to have bonus content just for you. Yes. Ha- and if you'd like to become a Fandy and access that bonus content, what should you do? You go to mancave.com slash Fandy is what you do. Okay. It, yeah. And it's only $5. I mean, you can't get a decent hand job for that. You know what I mean? But you can get oh. some decent man jobs. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I give it my all for five. I do. Well, of course you would. I was would. actually thinking... I would take off my rings and use my right hand. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about you uh, having sex earlier today. Oh, great. I was. I was trying to remember if you and Jeremy, like, I know you were best friends when you got married, but I couldn't remember. I was like, did he really know all of the ins and outs? No pun intended. Like, did he know all the people you'd slept with? Did he know every little trick that you liked? Like, had you disclosed like, oh, I love the gentle little circles and not so much the alphabet? Like, had you had that conversation? Or was yeah. it something he had to find out? No, no, no. We we loved to talk about sex as friends. Uh-huh. So sure. then, like, actually doing it, it was like, oh, right, right. Oh, I know this about you. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of fun. Did it... Yeah. Uh, no, I know you listened, so you can't say if it didn't. I get that. But maybe you could. Like, so was it, like, wait, was it surprising and he was, like, a mastermind in the sack because he knew all your tricks? Or did he sort of forget things? Were you like, asshole, I don't like it when you do, you know? Or was it... No, no, no. He he knows. Wow. He knew. He knows. He always knew. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I, well, we should recommend that to people. You guys, bang your friends. Talk about sex with them for 10 years and then go ahead and bang them. Do you see how she's hitting on me, people? Do you hear it? <laughs> Do you hear how she's like, so your friends, like maybe somebody you podcast with who shares your name. Like, I don't know. Whoever. Someone you share all your secrets with. Just whoever. I know. So much sexual tension between us always. Well, there was a lot of sexual tension on the set of the film we are reviewing. Oh, yes. So uh, how do you like that transition? Very good. Was there? uh, Well, okay. so this week we watched uh, Don't Worry, Darling. Olivia Wilde directed. Yeah. Pete should play the trailer because then we're not we're not going to ask for clips from Pete because we're not going to ask Pete to pay twenty dollars. Oh, God, (laughs) no. That was a little offensive. But we'll we'll hear the trailer. Focus right here. Have a little drink. Yeah, you and me. Always. You and me. All of you wives. We men, we ask a lot. Can't you see? We ask for strength, <laughs> food at home, a house clean, and discretion above all else. Boys and their toys. At least we know they're getting work done. Welcome to the Victory Project. We're all here because we believe in the mission. What are we doing? Changing the world. What are we doing? Changing Changing the world. world. That's right. What do you think they're really doing out there? What do you mean? The one thing they ask of us is to stay here. Where it's safe. Do you even know what the Victory Project actually is? Have you ever asked? Do you? Please, 
What's actually happening? Stop it, Alice. What if this place is dangerous? What if Stop it! No. Jack. It's okay. I'm curious to hear where she's going with this. I need you to listen to me. They're lying about everything. We are not going backwards. We're pushing forward. Everyone is acting like I'm crazy. And I'm not crazy. Our life together. We could lose this. When I saw it was $20, I was like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but that's all right. You should have shown it to all your neighbors just to spite them. I tell you what, it raised, stick it, to them. it raised the bar. Because like for the first 30 minutes, I was like, you better give me $20 worth, my friend. I was mm-hmm. very like, this is more than I would have spent to go into a theater. This better be the movie of a lifetime. And then I thought, well, is it $20 because no one's watching it and they need more money per person? I don't know. No. No. Is that a glass of absinthe that you're waving around your booth as you're talking? (laughs) It's just water. Uh Uh, Uh, It's $20 because it's a brand new simultaneous theatrical release. Yeah. Which uh, a a Hollywood insider told me they're doing more and more because then it's one campaign. Yes, of course. I think that Hollywood insider was me. Um, Oh, was it? Yeah. You You don't spend the money twice, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, um, well, what did you, uh, what, did you, did you hear about actual sexual tension on set? I don't know any of the drama. Oh, the, I'm glad I, I have it all. Good. I have all the drama. I know so that this movie they were fighting Olivia Wilde. Yeah. The behind the scenes is more entertaining than the film itself uh, as, as can happen. And this movie officially I read has, has put to bed the idea that all publicity is good publicity. Oh, really? Because this movie did not do good box office, did not get good reviews. Oh, and people don't give a shit that she left Jason Sudeikis for Harry Styles while they were filming. <gasps> what? And Florence Pugh knew they were having an affair. And it was supposed to be uh, Shia LaBeouf was playing the role. And then Sh- Olivia Wilde alleges that he was making Florence Pugh uncomfortable. So she fired him. And Shia LaBeouf clapped back, to use the kid's phrase, with audio of Olivia Wilde begging him to come back to the movie and not to quit. Uh- Oh, wait it's a minute. It's all a big mess. Wait. I'm just getting it all out there all at once. I thought that Florence Pugh had expressed that she didn't was would not feel comfortable with Shia LaBeouf because it's got a history, right? Well, that's what Olivia Wilde said. Oh. That she fired Shia LaBeouf when once his history of domestic and sexual violence came out. Okay. True but or untrue? He has, he has that history. Uh-huh. We'll never know what Olivia Wilde said, so I fired him. To protect my leading lady. I see. And Shia LaBeouf was like, really? Because you asked video of you begging me to come back or (gasps) audio or video or something. So he left the set then. He quit or he didn't do the... the, According to him. Was he... Were they already shooting with him or it was before they ever even started? I don't... I can't imagine they had like gotten far into shooting. Yeah. It might have been pre-production or, you know, a few days in. Oh, Um, that's very juicy. It's all... Mm. I mean, it's... It's all weird. Florence Pugh won't promote the movie. 
Oh, um, she put like one post like, don't worry, darling, coming out. Yeah, she went to go Cannes. see it. I know she was in Cannes. That was like the one thing she did. And huh. then she has stayed quiet. Uh, real trouble on the set. Really? What? Yeah. Uh, not unlike my movie 30 Nights, where I just <laughs> cause no. hell for everybody all the time. No, you talked everyone's ear off on that set. I mean, no one could shut you up. Oh so that was not sure. the deal. Uh, but so all of that drama uh-huh. didn't translate to a ton of drama on screen, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is crazy. So wait, when did Olivia Wilde start banging Harry Styles? And does that get weird? Wild Styles? That... <laughs> While they were filming. Oh, and she was with... I thought she and Jason Sudeikis broke up before that. That's what she is claiming. Oh. But others claim that things changed on set and they knew it. Oh, interesting. Oh, my God. That's never happened to me. I didn't bang one person in my cast. Not one? Not well, one. Not, on, not in your cast, but on the crew. <laughs> no. Oh, well, yeah. One of your producers. Yes, I did. I yeah. did bang one of my producers. That's right. No, yeah. I didn't even have any dirty fantasies about it. It just wasn't like that. I was too tired. Yeah. How did she have the right. energy? For God's sake, it's a lot of work directing a movie. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, I thought that she and Florence Pugh and Harry Styles were very steamy. I'd, I'd never seen Harry Styles in anything. Mm-hmm. Did you? Did you? Mm-hmm. Nor had I. Has he ever done anything? So. Is this his first thing? No, no, no. He's done many things, but I oh, hadn't seen him. I thought he was just a singer. No. Oh. He did a war movie a couple years back that got tons of acclaim. And... Oh. I, well, how about that? I didn't know that. Um, but didn't you think they were very steamy together? Not really. Really? Wait a second. Hold on. That dinner... Dunkirk. That's the, the main... Dunkirk oh. is like his big thing. 68 credits as an actor. Oh, a lot of it is Harry Styles, though, as like movie... Oh, music videos and stuff. Okay, okay. I saw Dunkirk. Good film. So okay. he was probably good in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, he hasn't done a ton as an actor, but he is an actor as well. Okay, interesting. Wow, I thought they were very, I I loved them. Like, I, well, maybe I just like watching Florence Pugh and Harry Styles get after it. You know what I mean? They're two real good-looking yeah. people. I do enjoy a mid-century home, as we've discussed, you know, the the, well, the poor man's version being in The Patient. I enjoy the mid-century design of the Palm Springs-ness of it all. The par- the film starts with a party, with a, with a crazy neighborhood party. And it looked nothing like any party we have. I was like, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. They're all gorgeous they're all dressed to the nines yeah. they're all hammered yeah drinks are being poured on each other and for each other uh-huh i'm like they're not playing celebrity <laughs> they're not going home by 9 30 i don't understand <laughs> this kind of party and they're but, all drinking like brown liquor or martini yeah yeah, yeah. it's all just uh, yeah. hard liquor yeah not one glass of wine in the bunch man i but, know um that's but that's how the, it starts yeah yeah which it it was filmed like one of my favorite movies, Far From Heaven, mm-hmm. the Todd Haynes movie with uh, Julianne Moore. Just like those cocktail dresses. Oh, and the, yeah. I, oh, I, I, this time period. Yep. I don't know how you felt about the film, but can we do we agree the cinematography was stunning and the stunning. use of color and the set design and the costumes all flawless. You have to give Olivia Wilde credit for a lot of that in terms of she's the director. She was in charge of how it all looked. It 
the world building was flawless. Yeah, it was That's really, really beautiful. That production design was insane. And yeah, yeah. No, it really was gorgeous. And very, and heightened, right? Like, so you got the sense of like, oh, there's something off about this. I kept wondering, yeah. like, is this a real set? Is this, uh, did they just go to Palm Springs and find a cul-de-sac like this? Or did they build it? Like, how did they yeah, get this all done? All too pristine, too perfect. Yeah. yeah. And they, all the men leave for work at the same time in the morning and mm-hmm. all the women stand on the lawns waving goodbye to their husbands it, after giving them their sack lunches. Mm-hmm. It's it's an interesting world that they set up. Yeah, totally. I really liked it. Yeah. I was on board with the party because uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't party. And, I, and then I was trying to remember, like, did I party like that when I was in my 20s? I don't think I dressed like that. I miss those days. <laughs> you know what I mean? I miss those yeah. days where people really dressed all the time. I think that's very cool. I don't think I could accomplish I, it, but I miss it. No. I've often said, like, even on a cruise, it used to be you had to dress for dinner. Like, yeah. it was a thing. And I'm like, I I would love that. After two nights of it, I'd be like, oh, let's just order in. I don't want to <laughs> put on my Spanx. You know, like, so. Yeah. And the lipstick and the thing, you know. Well, lipstick I'm always down with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was really, uh, it's beautiful. And the it, the way it all looks is so beautiful. It's just like achieving that. Mm. And watching her clean her house, she does a oh, lot of cleaning. Because yeah. mm-hmm. once your man goes to work, all you have to do is clean your house Ugh. and make and cook, shop and cook. They're not allowed off out of their neighborhood yep. because it's not safe for the ladies to leave the neighborhood. It, this is not a Stepford Wives remake, but it is completely reminiscent of Stepford Wives. Am yes. I? Oh, totally. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and all that stuff is in the trailer. Like, that's all mm-hmm. very kind of, you You get a sense that that's what the story is. You see a lot of the movie, actually, in the trailer. I, I, I think I was a good 45 minutes into it, or maybe even an hour, when I was like, I already know all this stuff. Like, it doesn't, it didn't reveal a lot of new information until towards the end. Um, yes. But it was very, it was very interesting. Although it was, you know, it's funny, like some of the, she has these sort of visions, these weird, mm-hmm. that I don't think they show in the trailer. So spoiler alert. But there are these little right. visions that are like um, ladies dancing. Buzz, and Busby Berkeley. It's Busby mm-hmm. Berkeley. From overhead, you see the legs. Yeah. And the, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of that imagery that sort mm-hmm. of dream sequency kind of that just pop into her head. And you don't know what they are. And even Mm -hmm. after sort of knowing where the movie goes, I'm still a little bit like, I'm not sure I get that. Like, it was interesting because I feel like visually they were doing really cool things and the music was good and and the the pace and the editing, like it was all good. But emotionally, I was I was left a little bit with like, I'm not sure where I'm at here, you know, and I now. I actually really liked it where it started to go towards the end, which we can't really, we don't really want to spoil it. I really liked where it started to go. And I kind of wish that had happened a little bit earlier because I would have liked to live in that world more because they went too fast with that world and it didn't make as much sense to me. Mm -hmm. I, you brought up the music and I'd like to ask you, what did you think of the music, of the use of every song? It's like a greatest hits of 1959 to 1963. Every song is recognizable and they are played back to back to back. It's a wall of those of that music for the first like 50 minutes of the movie. Oh, that's interesting. I don't think I noticed that. I wrote 
very early on. The music is too over the top. It's too featured. We get it enough. Yeah. Then later in the film, Jer and I were talking and he said, oh, I bet that's intentional Mm -hmm. because it's supposed to be like, look at us. We're happy. We're all bopping along to the 60s hits, you know, and like it's supposed to be unrelenting. Yeah. Their world that they're living in is supposed to be unrelenting. And and so then I'm like, oh, that's genius. Yeah. So I reversed my stance on like, you know, Olivia, calm down with the music. There can be 30 seconds without a, a 60s hit. Yeah. And then I do. But then I think it was in, I thought it was smart. Yeah. I didn't notice it wall to wall up top, uh, but I liked it. I, I, I do tend to think that things are a bit overscored. But here's the thing. The only time when I think something is overscored is when I'm not really sure what's going on or what I'm supposed to feel but there's mm-hmm. music telling me what to feel, then I mm-hmm. feel like it's too much because I like, I'm not there yet. You're telling me to feel something and I'm not sure I've caught up to what this is supposed to, you know, although but I lost myself in my... not score. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, what? No, this I'm talking... soundtrack. I'm talking not score. Yeah, I'm talking about the score mm-hmm. later. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I wrote a solid halfway through, maybe even a little more, this is an awesome music video, but it doesn't make a movie. I think that's my review. If, oh, if you force interesting. me to, you know, pare it down to, a, you know, a, a chunk. It's it looks beautiful. The story is there and it could have been done. Taylor Swift could have directed yeah. it in 12 minutes and it would have been really <laughs> powerful. It was like this concept. <laughs> and so the script won the uh, blacklist a few years ago and there was a bidding war over the script. And I get it. I think the script is very cool. I just, I'm not sure it made a movie. No, I, you know, it's funny. That was another thing too. When I was watching it, it kind of stuck out to me that there were times when the script was so heavy handed, to be honest. Like I thought, I just thought it was a little on the nose about some of the world and the and the men being so this and the women being so that. Like it was there in what the world was. They didn't also have to be so sexist and horrible, you know. Although they were, uh, there were just moments. It wasn't all over. Like it wasn't like beating me over the head the whole time. But there were times when it was so mm-hmm. on the nose, and that's kind of what I felt about the Busby Berkeley imagery too. The you know, the like, I loved it as a as a nod to it, but it was, there was all a little bit like, we get it, women are supposed to conform. Mm-hmm. And what, but I, again, and I can't, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but where we travel, once there's a turn in the movie where we learn a lot of different information, and that to me was much richer information, is how these characters ended up in this world of victory. And mm-hmm. what that was, that to me was where it really got rich and would have would have explored psychological motivations. It would have explored what these people had at stake. Right. Like because, mm-hmm. you know, what Florence Pugh and her husband, whatever they're Jack and Alice. Right. Jack and Alice. You would yeah. have you you knew what they had at stake, a really hot sex life. And they seemed to love each other. But like mm-hmm. really, I think it would have been really interesting. That would have interested me a little bit more because they just spent a lot of time. Men are very controlling and dangerous and the women are just right. scared to talk. And then you go, OK, but then what? Right. And I think I think a lot of that the, was problematic. I never say a bad word about Chris Pine and I because <sighs> I just love him. I love him. But I think his yeah. character was 
too moah, you know, like twisting his mustache evil. Yeah. I, I would have liked to have gotten to know his character a bit. He's the one who creates this world for all these people and runs the town and and he's charismatic and handsome and he just reeks of evil. And I I it would have yeah. been more interesting to see him reek of ambition and insecurity but using his power you know layers. I want layers and what we got was a totally. cartoon bad guy from him married to M, uh, Gemma Chan. Good lord, she's too pretty for words. I said it. Okay. Totally. Oh, my God. Uh, But a lot of, speaking of Gemma Chan, wasted in this movie, a lot of wasted actors in this movie, including your husband, Nick Kroll. I know. Nikki had to do some other things. Actually, I do know because I listened to her. I listened to the DGA podcast about her directing this movie. Oh, okay. And Nick Kroll's wife was giving birth. (laughs) And he uh, left. So he's cheating on me, first of all. Rude. Yeah. Uh, And so, but he couldn't be there. There were a couple scenes where he was supposed to be there and then they just made a choice to just have her there. And then they, I don't remember which scene it was because I hadn't seen the movie yet, but. I said to Jer, I guarantee he was cut. And I didn't know it was like because he he was giving birth. Yeah. But like I thought they, he ended up on the cutting room floor because you don't have a, a presence like his. And then just have him be almost background with a couple of moments. I mean, he was really. Well not used. None of the other characters' stories were really explored, though. I mean, it really was just singularly those two. And if it was shot during COVID, there was probably a little bit of like, let's just stick to the people that we've already have tested and on set and that's been cleared. You right, know? but you just, I mean, you just said he, he yeah. couldn't be on set for some of it. Yeah. So he's married to Olivia Wilde's character and she's the tiny bit older, like, oh, honey, this is how it is. He, you said the town is called Victory. Is that right? Yeah. Isn't that right? Yeah. Okay. So when when Alice Florence Pugh is starting to be like, do we have questions about how we're all living here? Like, why are we not allowed to leave? Why are we all perfect? Like, she starts to just feel off about all of this. And she questions her best friend, Bunny, played by Olivia Wilde. And Bunny's like, shut up or you'll cause trouble, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, we have it really good. Just keep your mouth shut. We're we're well-maintained, we're rich, we're happy, we have loving marriages. Why would you question any of this? I'm inclined Um, to agree, you know? Oh, I don't, you know, (laughs) I would cook and clean. I actually did spend a summer like that, like living with an ex-boyfriend where I just, he worked and I would just like make a new recipe every day and I've never been more miserable. So I know (laughs) I am not cut out to be, it was like eight weeks of my life and I was like, God, kill me. So. Although I watched Murphy Brown reruns. So there's something good yeah, that comes from everything. Oh, something good in everything. I would like to try vacuuming in high heels just once. That you can achieve literally right now. <laughs> we could we, we could stream it, I guess. We could get that. We could make this happen. I would love that. Yeah. Just a shirt. She wears just a men's shirt, <laughs> like, and greets him at the door with a drink. Yeah. I've done that. Anyway. Um, nice. So weirdly, I did it to my mom. So it's it did not go the way it should have. No, and your mom, you should tell them that your mom only wears men's shirts. So it's even less sexy than you might imagine. (laughs) (laughs) But there's another couple. I don't remember their names. Forgive me. Kiki Lane, I think, is the actress. Oh, Uh, the new um, the new ones. 
the new couple. Are they new or are they... The ones that just get to town that and... they... Or the, not the pregnant one. Kiki Lane plays Margaret. Oh, and... the couple that... Right. No, they're not new. She's the one who's decided. She's She starts to uncover the truth and no one believes her and she's the crazy one. And then Alice right. starts to listen to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Alice starts to think maybe she's onto something. Mm-hmm. And there's more controversy. I don't know if we have a controversy sound cue, but Kiki Lane <laughs> is... It, oh, that's another thing. You just did the whole score. <laughs> that's a real big thing now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Calm down. It's everywhere. It sounded like an asthma ad. Um, yeah. But White Lotus Kiki, did that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, you're right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so Margaret, played by Kiki Lane and her husband... Um, are actors of color and they're they had small parts and they were apparently supposed to have bigger parts and they ended up on the cutting room floor and Olivia Wilde is facing criticism for that too like you had people of other cultures featured in your movie and then they just ended up as like you know right not quite background there's there's something there but there were stories featuring that couple that were just yeah cut and I know you have to cut things for time. It was but... two hours and five minutes. Although, was it? Uh, yeah, something like that. It was always over two hours. But I think you know that's uh, that's that's part of. I, I, you're right. I mean, some of that Busby Berkeley stuff maybe could have been cut then. There, Thank you. Yeah, there was a lot. It was very repetitive. Yeah, there was a lot of setting up the mystery and not solving it. Mm-hmm. So there was just more mystery, which I get. I mean, I get that, but. Yeah, I definitely and, think. and the solving. You're right. Once it happened, it was like, whoa, oh, and we're done. Yeah, it was very f- fast re- resolution. Yeah, for such a big thing. Mm-hmm. I, what did you think of the face off between um, Chris Pine and Florence Pugh? I thought it was a little underwhelming, but I was glad he didn't hit on her. Mm-hmm. He said, I've been waiting for somebody to challenge me like you. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, oh, God please don't go over and like stroke her hair or something like that. Like, yeah. Just make it be that she might be the one who brings you down. And it and it didn't go there. Although later he accused her of sleeping with him, which was never really brought up. You know what? That was weird, but that wasn't it. It was because she he watched her in the bedroom when she was having sex with her husband and she let him watch. She didn't say anything. Oh, that's what he was referring to. Mm-hmm. That was, I thought he was making a reference to like when we were together. And I don't but, think so. I think it was just that he watched them having sex and then was like, mm-hmm. Shh, don't tell anybody. It's our little secret. Mm-hmm. That was the secret okay. he was talking about. Yeah. Oh, OK. OK. I mean, overall, like for what a movie is supposed to do, I'd be very curious to know if it would be more powerful on a big screen because it was so gorgeous and the cinematography was so special. You know, and I think every movie translates differently on a big screen. It just, it really does. So mm-hmm. I'd be curious to know if you would get more emotionally invested. But goddamn, that Florence Pugh. I mean, I'm sorry that she's not promoting it more only because she's so goddamn good in it. I just think she's so good. There were, t- and, and I will say this, when, when I didn't believe what Florence Pugh was going through, or I shouldn't say I didn't believe it, I didn't quite understand the stakes of it when she was mm-hmm. getting so upset or when she would make a decision and I wasn't tracking it. That's not mm-hmm. because of her performance. I think it was because, like, 
because of the script and the storytelling at that moment, I was like, where am I? I know she's upset and I want to be right there with her. I want to understand why she thinks she's so upset. Like a good example is when she was there and her husband gets pulled up on stage. She's at that party and Mm -hmm. she can't, she's like, we got to get out of here. And she's crying. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, I was sitting there going, but why does she want to get out of there? Like, I know because I know this is an evil right. world and I think she has an right. idea. But why tonight does she now feel like they have to get out of there? That's where I go. Right. Was there something I missed? You know, I felt like there were things we missed. Yeah. And I agree. Like, I'm curious if somebody went through and timed all the Busby Berkeley weird flashback moments. <laughs> they should like, you, yes. I'm, have you ever seen The Exorcist when they flash that like subliminal scary face and they only do it a few times and you're like did it did everyone just see that or was that just me that would have been more effective yeah they she leaned into it and when there's probably like six or seven minutes of it if you strung it together you're right and when she wanders off with the plane and gets the the thing and finds the thing right like there's those things they were very long and i feel like they could have been because really truly like if you back up and you just look at the script and the story it's like whoa that's Mm -hmm. really cool it just i think it just needed to be paced maybe a little differently right yeah it was very beautiful though and I had a weird reaction to Florence Pugh, and this is not her her fault. So I loved her in Black Widow. Loved her. Mm-hmm. And I I think she is very talented. Oh, Little Women. Like, yeah. I've seen her in other things. She's a very, very talented actress. Yeah. And a master of accents. But I was watching her, and I was like, oh, so she's like Sienna Miller and Jennifer Lawrence and Hayden Panettiere and Chloe Grace Moretz. And they all had a baby and they made Florence Pugh and it gave her less appeal to me because she just feels like an amalgamation of like all these other actresses. Well, first of all, that lineage is amazing. I I like her even more now knowing that she came from all those women. That's impressive. A miracle of science. She didn't feel like she was bringing her to it, I guess. You know, she felt like she was just doing like what a leading lady does. I would then also wonder how much tension was on that set before they started shooting and when that all started to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that would be the thing. I could see that. I couldn't tell whether mm-hmm. I was just not, whether I was feeling left out of the storytelling or mm-hmm. maybe I was left out of something. Because there were some things that rang a little bit untrue and I couldn't quite get my finger on it. Yeah. But I would put my finger anywhere else because it was a very beautiful people in this movie. Beautiful people. Yes. Uh, should we should we give it man jobs? I'm going to say three and a quarter man jobs. Hey, that's pretty good. Because I do find myself thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy watching it. Nothing about it was like, I got to turn this off. Like I wanted to see where it would go. And yeah. it was beautiful. Jer would give it like one. He really did not like it. Uh, well, he's so I a want- man. <laughs> kidding. Yeah, put all these ideas in his head like I'm supposed to clean. (laughs) So maybe I should not give it as no. I I think I liked it more than I thought feared I would. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Three and a quarter. How about you? Yeah, I I would give it like I'd give it three and a half. I mean, visually, it's a. there's many movies that have left me feeling the way this one does. Sometimes sci-fi, I feel a little bit left out, right? It's not as quite on-the-nose emotional as I, I like to get in right. there. And, and just the, you're right. Like, with the whole, with Chris Pine, like, from the first time he was giving the speech and he would, he sort of elongated his yes. Like, he would, mm-hmm. he spoke like a snake. And I was like, oh, that's too bad. 
<laughs> yeah. I would have liked yeah. to see Chris Pine be so lovable as this evil genius. Yeah, he, he's better than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, but I'd give it like three and a half because, you know, but definitely wait until it's not $20. That's what I would say. I have said to two people, if it's on an airplane, definitely choose it. <laughs> give it a shot. And then if you don't like it, watch something else. But I found it entertaining, a big, big swing yeah. from Olivia Wilde. Yeah. And and I think that there's a lot to like about it. Yes. And I will say, as a story uh, from a feminist perspective, from a female perspective, the twist at the end of the things, I actually love the story and the mm-hmm. script. I just, mm-hmm. I, I, I wanted to get to that last part quicker and, yep. and live there longer. <laughs> Well, um, I want to get to the game quicker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, before we get to the game, oh, yeah. or whatever it is you have in mind for me, let's Something. tell the people that Man Cave is a production of True Story FM, engineering by Pete Wright, music by Ian Post. Please, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Just hit five stars and make a comment, and we will give you a shout-out on the air. You can ask us a question, and we'll answer it. We could play Truth or Dare through there. We could oh, do whatever yeah. we want. Yeah. Apple Podcasts, five stars. Leave us a review, please, and thank you. But we're not trying to brainwash you. I mean, like, look, this isn't victory, guys. You can leave as many stars as you want as long as it's five. Okay. And we've already mentioned <laughs> you can join us. Uh, you can go to mancave.com slash discord. That's a channel where uh, we talk to all of our regular listeners and our fandies, which are people who are members, by going to mancave.com slash fandy, and they get all kinds of bonus content this uh, this winter, they're going to be getting um, us talking more about the Lacey Peterson case because we're going to be watching that special on Hulu. And then I, there's something else we just said we were going to give some bonus. We're just all kinds of bonus content to our people. Um, so please join. And then also, it's speaking of winter and needing cozy sweatshirts and iPhone cases and, and mugs and for your hot cocoa. We got cool merch. Please go check it out. Mancave.com slash merch. Great design. Great stuff. It'll make your life better. And that's all we care about, right? Isn't that why we do this? It is. To get attention and to make their life better. Yeah. People who need people. <laughs> well, they're the luckiest goddamn people in the world. In the world. Um, okay. Well, I was very, very moved by this movie. Like, I not I mentioned I like the dresses. I like the mid-century design. Um, mm-hmm. And it made me think about you as a friend and as a colleague. And, you know, I thought, I think I've been very open about wanting to start a commune of some sort. Yep. And so I thought, like, well, would you and I last in this place victory, you know? And I kind of wanted to give you just a few questions. First of all, okay. I, I want to induct you into the victory cult with me. Um, Thank you. I mean, I, let me just say brown liquor, martinis, swimming pools, like it's gonna, and everybody's gorgeous there. So let's mm-hmm. start there. I don't see why you would say no to any of this, but I do have some- I wouldn't. Good, I have some quizzes. Okay, so are you willing to wear makeup every day? Yes, and I already do. Okay, great. So you're- you're halfway there. Well, you're a quarter <laughs> of the way there. Okay. And then how do you feel about taking dance class with me um, and all the- Adoy. Other- yeah? You're into that? Adoy. Now, you, you can't yes. do your own funky chicken moves. You know what I mean? You have to do- I would take- I know they were taking ballet. Ballet. Which is bizarre and hilarious. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kate Berlant also wasted in this movie. Um, uh, 
I would take any dance class any time of day with anybody, but especially you. Okay, girl. Oh, this is going very well. I, this is, I maybe thought you would have more trouble with this world, but clearly you're a good candidate. Okay, so um, third question. Was college a waste of your time? I didn't go to college. <laughs> okay. I went to elocution school. Oh, does that count? That's even better. Yes. I can balance a book on my head for the rest of this interview if you'd like. Yes, please. It's still, she's okay. really doing it. She's really, this is why I love you. You're so method. I'm committed. Oh my to the, God, to the bit. this is amazing. I only have about 25 more questions. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, do you know any recipes by heart? And if so, can you recite them? Oh, uh, sure. Well, I like to make a, a lasagna. Great. I use a no, I no boil noodle. Okay. But, but now that I won't have any work uh -huh. or any responsibilities, yes. I'm happy to boil noodles. Oh, yeah. And allow them to cool for handling. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy to make my own red sauce. Normally, I use just a Prego okay. roasted garlic parmesan sauce, mm -hmm. and I layer little sauce on the bottom so it doesn't stick. Noodle. Mm -hmm. I use a combination of cottage cheese because <gasps> I don't care for ricotta. But oh. if my husband prefers ricotta, I'll switch. Aces. Uh, Mm -hmm. Cottage mixed with herbs and spices and egg. Oh, wow. And I use that and mozzarella and I layer those and I bake at 400 for 50 minutes. My goodness, you did that. Until the top is slightly brown. Wow. Okay, we did take points off for the for the jarred sauce, but we gave you points back for doing what your husband prefers. So that's very good. And when and when I have more time, because I won't have that pesky job, mm -hmm. I will um I'll make my own red sauce and I'll well, can of course, it in the winter. Be growing your tomatoes, obviously, with I the will. community herb garden. Yes. Um okay, is Jeremy always right? Yes. Okay, great. That was pretty easy. Uh, yeah. And do you promise never to disagree with me again? I'm sorry. I think you cut out. Nope. I just want to know. This is a very important part. I oh, we all support God. each other. I think I lost the audio. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> okay. And last... You're not my husband. I can disagree with you. That's wrong. Okay. You, you know what? It's okay. You can't get all of them right. You can't get all of them right. And mm -hmm. lastly, uh, would you let Chris Pine watch you have sex? And that's in real life. That's a real life yes. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I feel like that was... I would let Chris Pine do whatever he wanted <laughs> at any time. Isn't that amazing? And Jeremy would let you, right? He could break into my house and rob us blind and I would just be <laughs> so happy. I would too, as long as I got to watch him do it. Right. I'd be that's like, the key. Chris Pine, you're, yep. you're taking mm -hmm. my books? I guess he wouldn't mm -hmm. steal books. They're not that valuable. <laughs> my books. Um, that was really good. I, you know, to be honest, I was going to give you some brain teasers to see because mm -hmm. since we've been brainwashing you this whole time, right? Um, but I feel Thank like you. I feel like you did such a good job. I may just give you like one brain teaser. Oh yes, please. Okay, this is just to. I'm trying to like get you out of touch with reality. Okay, um, here we go. A man pushes his car to a hotel. And tells the owner he's bankrupt. Why? A man pushes his car <laughs> to a hotel. Uh-huh. Because he's playing Monopoly. Holy God! What? I can't believe you got that! Oh, wow. You're really good. You're a benefit to our community. Okay, you ready? Yeah. This, you'll never get this one. Maybe you will. I left my campsite and hiked south for three miles. Then I turned east and hiked for three miles. Then I turned north and hiked for three miles, at which time I came upon a bear 
inside my tent eating my food. What color was the bear? (laughs) I was camping and I hiked in a triangle and now I'm, what color was the bear? Mm Mm-hmm. Can you repeat the whole thing? No, You're that's doing terrible. Great. No, it's, I, I, I left my campsite, hiked south for three miles, east for three miles, and then north for three miles, at which time I came upon a bear inside my tent eating my food. What color was the bear? I have no idea, Brown. Okay, you were very close. The only place that you can hike three miles south, then east, then north, and end up back at your starting point is the North Pole. So it was white because it's a polar bear. Correct. Well, you got the second half of that right. So that's good because your husband would have gotten the whole thing. That's all that matters. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's perfect in every way. Oh, God, love it. What is special about these words? Job, polish, and herb. Job, polish, and herb. Herb. God, you said that so great, like so M- MSR. What's that? Like a voiceover ASMR. 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 Like a voiceover artist. <laughs> uh-huh. Job, <gasps> polish, and herb. What is so special about What that? is special about those words? <laughs> I mean, the I have no idea. Well, they no can idea. all be used for sexual references, but that's not what they said. No. They are pronounced differently when the first letter is capitalized. Oh, yeah. How? Job, Polish, and Herb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, you still did great. I'm Honestly, hey, I'm very happy. I You were a little too smart to be in our community, but at the end, you brought it home. So... I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yay. It's all about balance for the perfect life and victory. Oh, love you. Um, What's next? What, what are you giving me? I've been wanting to watch this for work, okay. for research, okay. and I think you will like it if you haven't seen it, but I, I'm i not sure if you have. It's an HBO series starring an actress that I never liked. Oh. Never, ever, ever. Oh my gosh, there's so many of them. <laughs> I know. Her name is Bridget Everett, and we're going to watch Somebody Somewhere. Oh, never heard HBO. of it. Is it a, it's a series? It's a series. Oh, great. So I believe it's a half hour and I would like to try, let's watch the first two episodes just to give it a, a fair shake. All right. It is a half hour. Um, Yeah. And I need to watch it for work. So I'm making you watch it with me. Yay. Well, fantastic. <laughs> that sounds great. I will, I, I'm Alrighty on it. Then. Somebody somewhere, some Mandy somewhere already named Boop Boop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right. Good job. I love you. I love you. See you next week. Okay. 